Self-awareness, self-control, self-discipline. I had to talk with somebody a little while back. And he shared a lot of the same problems. People from our particular environment share. That is, they're not aware of what's holding them back keeping them from getting to where they want to get. They're not aware and cognizant of what it is that drives them. So on the self-awareness tip, I liken this to a money situation. A guy tells me he's having one of his, um, you know, lottery dream type stories. Man, we shouldn't have to scrape together our little bit of money to do this. We should just be able to grab our stuff and travel whenever we feel like it we should have x amount in the bank already man i don't know the job this the job that first i learned this from somebody by the way she said don't shit on yourself (laughs) don't shit on yourself you understand she heard that from someone else and i heard it from her it's a lady named v van edwards don't shit on yourself Basically, what that means, man, don't say all this stuff, should, 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 I could, 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 I should have, I should have. You only can start from where you are now and use what you did to help you currently. So, back to the money situation. He was saying how we should have all this money already and stacking this, stacking that, and not have to worry about this, a nice cushion behind it and all that. But then in the same conversation... He goes to tell me about the money he has and what he's about to do with it. All these things he's going to purchase that has nothing to do with the money or getting money back or this vision he has of where we should be. So this is a prime example of somebody tying their emotions to their money. See, it's not as if he just wants to enjoy his money and buy things he's into. For the sake of him being into it. And it will please him. The things he's looking to buy. I won't say in particular what they are. But the things he's looking to buy. Are things that will make him look a certain way to other people. So. Things that will look good on the outside. That will not wealth build. That will work against your money. Basic things like a car or something like that. Okay, you could buy a car. You need a car to get around. But after a while, why would you buy another car and replace a car you already had? Why buy an item you already have when you're in the process of trying to accumulate what we hope to be wealth one day? You got a car that runs and is not causing you too many problems. You're going to have repairs if it's an older car that come with the territory. If you want to save that car payment every month, well, you're going to have repairs more frequently. You understand? So there's that. So if one looks good, is is good enough for where you need to get, it's adequate, then roll with that. Don't keep replacing items you already have with a newer one. That to say, have some type of direction of where you're going to put your money. Don't just quit and be like, okay, well... Our group of people, our environment doesn't tend to get a million dollars and doesn't tend to build with it. Bad enough, we don't come in contact with those people, by the way, to teach us what to do with our money. 
and correct us on the things we do incorrectly. So the thing is to quit and just be like, man, well, at least I got more than the broke guy next to me. You understand? In my environment, the reason why he's spending money on certain things, just we'll use car as an example. You put this money on a car because you can outshine the guys next to you. They can look like you have more. They can envy you a little bit, which it does come down to envy. Because guys from environment where people have what they call low vibration energy, what is a lot of competitiveness, not let me use you and fuel from what you're doing to build what I'm doing and maybe skate past you a little bit. You're doing great. Let me see if I could do greater. No, I want this and I want to push you down. That's how we are. I want you to feel down because I got this and you don't. So that comes from the state of mind you're starting at already. So, a.k.a., you got to be better than the guy next to you. We'll start with that. Second, because these guys are coming from a lack as far as it always comes down to this. Women, they think if they get a certain item that looks flashy to women, then in our space, at least it's good enough to attract the low quality woman. A woman who doesn't come from money. Who doesn't come from a quality situation. Who's used to hanging around broke guys with low standards. And no real future most of the time. Then okay. I'll attract them. It's honey. It brings in. It's something sweet and, and sticky. And attracts in broke females. Because they don't have nothing. Meanwhile. They keep dumping money into this car. Thinking it'll raise their quality of females. But it won't. It'll just get you broke women. Because women who come from it, you're not going to attract women who come from money with money typically. That's not going to be the icebreaker. Let me ride around with this car where I dumped all my money into it and go around and see if my, my quality of women are raised. It won't. See, what you're doing is tying in your feelings and what you lack and trying to apply it to what you think other people lack. They don't lack that. You did. You came from the environment where we're down low, where we don't got a lot. Where a flashy car will get you over the hump. Yeah, if you come from a broken environment, it'll do it there. So, back to what I'm saying. You're talking about building wealth, but then you're talking about buying things that don't have anything to do with wealth. You're just tossing money. You quit at this point. So self-awareness, you need to know why you're spending your money on certain items. What is it inside that you're lacking that you didn't have that the inadequacy that you're trying to fill? Now, I say this, if guys treated their situation with women separate from their money, if they had that handled already, they didn't need to outshine the man next to them. They didn't have such a desire to do that. Then they can get their money in their hands and just concentrate on the money as the money. The number, the figure that you're trying to multiply, keep, and ultimately spread out slash diversify. You accumulate it strong in one area. You're maxing out here. Yeah, you slide a little bit over here and create more avenues for yourself. But that's not what you think about when you get the money when you do not have your other areas sorted. If you feel like you can't get one up on the people around you because you've been taught to compete with them, by the way, when you're from the bottom, they gave you the bottom man formula. 
To get you tied up in these petty battles with people standing next to you instead of putting your money together and having a vision, accepting game from him and using it. You want to compete with him. Nah, I'm going to get this. He got that. I'm going to get this. You think you got more than me. It's a petty bottom man formula that you've been given hundreds of years ago. If you do not have that sorted and you do not have your women's situation sorted. See, also, I say this. Your money will get you everywhere your game can't close. I mean, you can spend it to go anywhere. You can spend it to buy this and that and the other. But ultimately, it's going to come down to your game and how you learn to effectively deal with women. So if you do not handle those two areas, when you get your money in your hand, you're going to trick it off. Now, if you do have those other two areas and other areas handled to where you do not have lack, you're not lacking anything for your person. You don't feel like you're you're lacking something of quality, you're in your character, then you can get the money and use it for what it is. Then you can go towards putting your time into figuring out what you would do with this money when you get it. See, the excitement was when I get this grip of money, I'm going to buy this, I'm going to buy that, and buy that. And then the, the vibe was, if I have anything left over, yeah, I'll invest in this, I'll invest, I'll invest. It's like a cliche, I'll invest. You'll invest in what? You haven't studied anything. You don't know the ups and downs of any field or market yet. You say real estate, you say stocks because it's what you heard of. You don't know anything about that. It's just a word. You Basically, this leftover money that I did not plan out, did not dream about to put in this area. I've got all these wonderful things I'm going to buy. And they're going to look at me this way and they're going to envy me this way. And then, okay, well, as far as my wealth building that I say I want, I'll invest the rest. You'll invest the rest. The planning needs to go in that area. You need to have an idea down to the cent what you're going to do with this money when you get it in your hand. But the truth is, that's just something you say because it's something you've heard. You don't know anything about where to put money because you don't study it. You're not trained to use it to gain money for yourself. And I say self-awareness because I pointed out to this guy. He felt where I was coming from because he took it as me pointing at him. You're mismanaging your money if you want wealth. But I, I didn't say it that way because I know it wasn't strong enough to handle it. So I say our group as a whole, people we're around as a whole, the moment we get some money in our hand, we're going to trick it off on something that will get us attention. And because he felt like I was talking about him, you know, he got salty with me a little bit. But that's the honest thing you need to hear. Because if you don't have self-awareness, self-control, self-discipline. First, self-awareness, meaning recognize why you're spending, what you're doing, and what your flaws are. Second, in that same category, we'll call that 1A. 1B is to accept that that's the case. Or the other way, accept it so you can be aware of it. Because you can get, get a hint of awareness, but brush it off, deflect it. Nah, that's not me. I don't do that. I don't do that. A bunch of denial, denial, denial. So accept, be aware of, or be aware of and accept in whichever order you prefer. Self-awareness, self-control. Self-control is being able to, after you pointed out the bad habit that you have, or the habit that is not leading the proper direction you want it to go, self-control. Being able to stop the wheels on that thing. I see what I'm doing. Now let me stop it. Let me slow down the momentum working against me. Let me stop this momentum going in the direction I'm used to going without really thinking about why I'm going in that direction. 
So you're going to slow the wheels on it slowly to a stop. Stopping habit is a tough thing. Reversing habit is even tougher, which is where we get into self-discipline. Now I understand self-discipline and self-control can be interchangeable. But in this fact, the way I'm stating it now, we're going to use self-control as the second phase. That's where after you notice it, after you are aware, after you accept it, this is where you slow the wheels on it and stop the momentum from rolling against you, we'll say. Right? And self-discipline is maintaining something. So we're going to say, the self-control was stopping the bad habit. The in-between is correcting the bad habit. And self-discipline is to maintain your new good habit. Because we all know you can't stop, reverse, and maintain a new habit in a matter of a day. Just because I sit you down one time, you won't get it all in one sitting. I can't say something to you now. It makes sense that you logically put it into play and boom, there it goes. In order for you to reverse 20, 30 years of bad habit, habit, 30 years in a row, 30 years in a row, you're going to have to be cognizant of what you're doing on a day-by-day, step-by-step basis. Baby step it. Until it becomes your new habit. Self-awareness, self-control, self-discipline. So in the money case, okay, you may have to think about why you're spending what? Why? Why am I doing that? In my environment and the people I grew up around, what formula were we given? Who do we get the formula from? Where is my group in relation to other groups? Are we at the bottom? Did we get the bottom man's formula? Were we taught to focus on the wrong things? Did my environment perpetuate these wrong things? Am I taught to compete with the man next to me? I've heard that other environments are privy to information I'm not privy to. I've heard other environments have people who pass down the information. Well, in my environment, are we too childish to accept are we not strong enough to accept information from someone who is winning someone up top someone who sees something before we see it and pass it to us are we too stubborn to accept the correct map because we invested so much in the false map that we do not want to think that we've been wrong for all this time or there should be an alteration in the way we carry things out that's not my thought alone now the map thing I got from somebody else because it made perfect sense to me. I heard it last year. People spend their entire life investing in this one map of a certain region. When you tell them, oh, my man, oh, no wonder you're not landing in the correct place. You got the wrong map. No big thing. Use that persistence. Take this correct map and doom. There you go. You're good. But. You're so emotionally tied up in what you've been doing. You want to be wrong. Not at all. I'm not wrong. You're wrong. So you want to be right so bad that a guy could tell you this is the correct map. You could have told him you have a confusion with the map you have. And when he hands it to you, you will fight. You will fight to not accept that map. Now I don't want it. It's this one. It's this one. And if he's like, no, this is. Even you know it is. You'd be like, nah, what if I want to figure out my way? You know, stubborn, hard-headed. Accept the correct map. 
It doesn't mean you have to throw out everything you thought already. It's not the case. There's alterations in everything. You can't... Two things. I've heard it said, do not fight the last battle. Meaning, even if what you were doing before has worked repeatedly, you don't just be so rigid because it worked before. I'm going to just do it again, do it again, do it again. You always consider the new territory you're on, the new circumstances. So even if you've been winning with your formula, you still consider other options for this particular battle. And if you've been losing overall, you definitely consider a new way of doing things. You definitely consider different edits you can make in your plan, in your habit. But it's so hard to tell this to people that I almost have to not say anything. I have to accept that you're salty with your position and I can't really help you because ultimately, as has been said to me before by somebody, basically because I have so much conviction in what I say, they told me something to the degree of, did you ever think that people would consider what you say more if you didn't say it with such, such conviction? Like that you talk like you know what you're talking about all the time. I could accept it better if you didn't push it on me like something you know already and I don't. So you mean to tell me that even though we both acknowledge what I'm saying makes sense, you're going to toss it out because... You're hearing it from me because I say it with conviction, because I talk like I'm teaching you something. <laughs> now, two reasons you make a move, either because it makes sense or because your emotions dictate or two reasons you don't make a good move is because for whatever reason you think it doesn't make sense or because your emotions tell you not to do it. So, if we both acknowledge this makes sense, then what's stopping you from making the move? Is it your emotions? Which is no place for a leader to be, by the way. Funny, because this same guy I give books to. And the other guy I was talking about before, I tried to give books to. And the books I give to him are about leadership. John C. Maxwell type. Which you would know, a leader values intel. And if you get to the point where people around you who taking your influence, know you don't know what you're doing, which is fine, and it's fine by them. But don't not know what you're doing and lie like you do know what you're doing and then compound that some more by not taking the correct information. Because it makes you look foolish to people who follow you. And they know you're being led by your emotion. It's no way to move. And there's no way to live. That makes good sense, right? Self-awareness, self-control, self-discipline. Freeze this, freeze that.